0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, April 19th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am running this one solo. Uh, We have a three-game slate for you. Three game twos in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, One out east. One out west, and however you want to count it, uh, you could say technically it's the east, because Memphis is in the east, but they're in the western conference, so we'll say two games out west, one game out east. Uh, I always find that pretty funny. Same with the Pelicans when they're going to get a home game very shortly, too. Uh, but here we have a tip-off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the middle game at eight. 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the late game at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, without further ado, let's run right through it. First game on the docket the Atlanta Hawks taking on the Miami Heat in Miami again. We have a 217 game total, which is by far the lowest of the night, and the Heat are seven and a half point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Bogdan Bogdanovich, probable. Clint Capella, Lou Williams out, Gabe Vincent probable, PJ Tucker, Markeith Morris, Haywood Highsmith, Dwayne Dedman, and Bam Adebayo. All questionable. I expect pretty much every one of them to play, uh, but that's just the way he are doing things here. We'll start with Atlanta because they are the away team. Uh, I don't love a lot of this team. This is a tough, tough matchup. I don't expect it to be as non-competitive as the previous game. Uh, but I still don't love this side of the ball. Uh, I will start off by saying I'm not going to pay up for Trey Young again. Clint Capella is out. I would like him if he was in this matchup. He's not. Akungu uh, and John Collins. That's where I'm looking at the most. I know Akungu played very badly uh, in the last deal and had four fouls in just 21 minutes. I expect him to be better in this one though, and I expect him to hit value in this one. So I don't mind going there for cheap value. Uh, Collins. First game back in quite some time there, uh, over a month. He played 21 minutes. Looked pretty solid out there, uh, but he only played 21 minutes. He was limited, and the game was a blowout, so why play him a lot? I think he could get to 30, and uh, we'll see pregame reports if he can. 5100 is a very good price tag. I'll take a chance on him um, because he shouldn't be that cheap. even. But uh, we'll have to see. If he's going to be limited, then it's a tough call. Uh, If he's not, then I'll take him even in a tough matchup. Bogdanovich, Herder, Gallinari, Hunter. Now that Collins is back, so that hit hurts them a little bit, um, I'll probably go Herder and Hunter a little bit more than the other two because uh, they are cheaper. Now that Collins is back, Gallinari's not going to play as much, uh, but he's still going to be the first guy off the bench uh, with Bogdanovich, so I don't mind going to them, but not in love with all of them. They're, they're cheap enough to where you can attack them, but um, the matchup is just daunting. Uh, so I'll stick with Collins, Wu, and then Herter if uh, I fall there for a cheaper option. On the other side of the ball, I expect Bam to play. I expect Tucker to play. I expect Vincent Deadman. I expect all of them to play. Um, Jimmy Butler, I think 8400 is a solid price tag. Uh, he almost hit 40 points in the last one, played 33 minutes. Uh, they won by a really solid 24-point margin, so it wasn't needed uh, and he shot just two of seven from the free throw line which is extremely uncharacteristic unchar- if he just saw at least even five of seven uh he, you're talking about for, uh, 42 fantasy points and he hits value right there so i don't mind going to butler and he's not expensive to where you can get two three uh 8k eight, eight, eight players there so butler's in definitely in my player pool uh kyle lowry at 6300 Again, going to be in my player pool. He's had some success against this team. In four matchups, he's averaging 32 over 32 fantasy points. Uh, he did that in the first game, uh, 33.5 fantasy points. I think he's going to hit value again here. Uh, so he's definitely in play with me. Uh, Bam out of buyout, 7,600. I-, I like him. I know he didn't really do much in the last game. He didn't really have to. They just outplayed him. I only shot one of five. Uh, there's no Capella, so the matchup does get better. And he had a success against these guys uh, in previous games. I do like... Another center option, near that price tag better. So he's not going to be locked in. Um, but he'll still be there as a lower end of my player, uh, player pool. And that's probably it. Uh, Oladipo, we don't know if he's even going to play. didn't, um, while he ended the season super strong, he didn't play in that first one. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, I think Lowry, Butler, both in play for me, even Tyler Hero. But I I think Lowry is a little bit safer there. Um. They're all pretty solid. I'm not going to go too far onto this team, but the matchup's pretty good. On the others, uh, next game of the night we have at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the huge spread here, a 242 game total, and the Grizzlies are six and a half point home favorites, coming off a loss in Game One on their home floor. Uh, they are uh, they are down 0-1. The injury report has for the Grizzlies. Uh, Killian Tilly is out. Sintai Aldama is questionable. And Torian Prince is questionable for the Wolves. Uh, we'll start with the Wolves and start with Towns and Edwards. I prefer Edwards. Uh, he's going to be mentioned later on. I think he's just been playing fantastic. You look at his uh, his game, he's on fire lately. In four, uh, I'm going to exclude that last game of the season against Chicago they barely played. They didn't really need to. They were already locked into their seed, uh, so they just played people. And if, if you did play, you barely played. He only played 18 minutes, didn't really do much at all. So I'm excluding that game. And then you look at his last five games. Uh, he has four games of over 30 points. Not fantasy points, 30 actual points in four of his last five games. Again, excluding the last game of the season. Don't really count that at all. Uh, that's awesome. And in, in those games he's averaging over 50 fantasy points. He has been on fire and that's including the game against Memphis where he played 40 minutes in the game one and dropped 36 actual points, had 54 and a half fantasy points. He is just on a tier right now and I'm gonna keep going to him at 8200, I think that's a great price tag. Um, I don't really see the downside in it even if he just hits value, uh, he's only 8,200 kind of like Butler. You can have a couple of those guys in that, in that range. There's no one super expensive on this slate. Uh, they have to be scared of. And I prefer him over towns. I prefer him over Butler. I prefer him over, um, Trey young of, of the big guys that we mentioned that are, are ahead of him. Outside of him don't love the rest. Uh, I know Michael, uh, no, I said Michael Malik Beasley had a very good game in the first one. Um, don't really want to go back to that. I don't mind Patrick Beverly at 5,600. Uh, even though he celebrated like a a psycho when they um, they won their playing game, he's been playing good as well. In four of the last five games, he has at least 28 fantasy points. In three of those last five, he has at least 30 fantasy points. He's just been playing pretty well. Uh, the minutes are up there in the high 20s now. He was seeing low 20s in, for a couple games before that, but they're back up. 5,600 is a is a good price tag for him. So I'll take some Patrick Beverly here as well. Uh, and that's probably it. Maybe some Nas Reed if you're really digging deep. Uh, with no Torian Prince, we could see more McDaniels, who had a very good game at 4K and, and Vanderbilt. Um, I do prefer McDaniels over those other two guys, but um, I don't think we have to dig, dig too far. If, if you're going a bunch, if you're trying to get 4 or 5 of those 8K, high 7Ks, then sure. You um, can look at McDaniels, Beverly, as well uh and edwards is my favorite play on this side though i'm gonna jump on over to the other side and Ja. if i'm going to spend up um jaw would likely be that guy uh jaw had a very good first game in this in this one uh i prefer him much more to trey young in a tougher matchup uh, Ja has had success against this wolves team so far this year in five games he's averaging over 40 fantasy points almost dropped 50 in the first one in a loss uh took 18 shots made eight of them took 20 free throws again i don't expect that to happen again but he's just been very solid uh so if i'm gonna pay up and if i have the money i'll go jaw over trey young here um jaron jackson jr block party he had seven blocks in the first game i don't expect him to get seven again but he's should get three very solid three. And I don't, I expect him to get some more rebounds in this one. Uh, they did look a little bit better when Steven Adams was off the floor. So that helps. And he only shot four of 13. Didn't make a single three on five attempts. I do expect better from him. He had only 24 minutes. He had five fouls. Uh, he still put up over 31 fantasy points. So even it, when I'm saying he shot nearly under 31% from the field, didn't make a three, uh, only had four rebounds, uh, only played 24 minutes because he had five fouls. All of that, all of those negatives, and he still hit value here and it had over 31 fantasy points. So uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., very good play for me. I prefer Bain over Brooks. They're similar price tags, and all three of them are similar price tags. I, I prefer exactly how it's priced. Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bain, uh, and I'm not really going to look Dylan Brooks' way. But uh, Bain can catch fire, and he's been quiet um, pretty recently. He— uh, on the fifth against Utah, he put up 44 fantasy points. Outside of that, not too much. Until, uh, or I should say, not too much this month. It's only been four games, but I expect a, a better performance from him. Even though he hasn't had the big success against the Wolves. Uh, outside of that, not too too much. Maybe they make a change. Maybe Brandon Clark starts playing a little bit more minutes. He played 27 in the last one at 36 fantasy points. Looked really solid. Uh, Steven Adams was in foul trouble. Um, but they looked good out there, and we'll see if things continue. Sometimes he can be a detriment, uh, but we'll see. if he's. We'll see who's playing against Towns better. Um, but with the deepness of this roster, now I'm just going to stick to those guys. Uh, ja, if I have the money, I like him. Jaron and, and Bane right there, and then leave the rest as is. But it is a... Very high game total, so I don't mind getting some cheaper exposure to, like, a Kyle Anderson possibly here as well. We know the minutes are there. And, again, I mentioned Brandon Clark. I wouldn't mind taking a shot at him if you're uh, in that 4K-ish range. All right, last game of the night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Phoenix Suns. We have a 221.5 game total, and the Suns are a big 10-point home favorite. On the injury report, Kyra Lewis Jr., Zion Williamson, and Dario Saric are the three players listed all out for this matchup. I will start with the Pelicans. Uh, they are the away team. Probably not going to pay up. Uh, Val, Ingram, McCollum. This is just a tougher matchup that I don't need to fully force myself to go that uh, in either of these player or any of these players' directions. Uh, if I would go to one, it would likely be Ingram. Uh, you save a couple hundred dollars. Uh, you're not paying in the 8K territory like you would be for McCollum. And I like there. I think there's better options in that 8K territory. I mentioned one earlier. I'll go back to that. Um, but I probably I'm not keen on spending up on this side of the ball. I do like a lot of the value plays. I do like Larry Nance Jr. Back-to-back games of. Um, 28-plus fantasy points, back-to-back games where he saw over 20 minutes. In nine games this month, Larry Nance has seen 20 minutes in five of them. Not the greatest, uh, but in four of those five games, he has at least 21 fantasy points. So he's doing pretty solid when he gets the minutes. And the good thing is it looks like it's trending because the last two games, which were the 8-9 seed play-in game where he went off for 45.5 fantasy points, and then the game one where he— Scored 28 fantasy points in 20 minutes. Uh, Things are trending up for him, and at only 4,400, I will take shots at Larry Nance Jr. Herb Jones, one of the better defenders in the league, especially as a rookie, especially as a very not sought-after rookie. Uh, He's only 4,300 now. He's playing the minutes. The minutes are definitely there. The role is not there. The usage is not there. But the minutes are there, uh, and that's always a good sign when you're very cheap. And and I like that. I'll take some chances on him. Uh, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, if I'm going to take deeper chances in that mid-3K range, those are the two guys that I'd be looking at uh, on this team and pretty much on the slate. So uh, that's where I'm looking. I'm looking at cheaper options on this team and staying away from the bigger guys. On the other side of the ball, it's a bit different there. Uh, Devin Booker had himself a game at 45.5 fantasy points. I expect that to continue again. He actually dropped to uh <clears throat> tickle in my throat. He actually dropped $200 uh and he's now under 9k, which is pretty good. And in a matchup like this where he's had success this year averaging 45 and a half fantasy points. Uh what did I say he got last game? Yep, the exact amount that I just said. He got last game, he's averaging against these guys in 5 games, so it's not it's a bigger of a small sample. Um but that just shows that's pretty much where he's at, 45 and a half fantasy points. He's getting value here for you, so don't mind uh, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Just like I, I was mentioning, this is a complete flip-flop. I like the value on the other side. I like the high guys on this side. Uh, I really like DeAndre Ayton at 7200 I mentioned uh, Val and There's a guy, or I mentioned Bam, and I like a guy better in his price tag. That guy is DeAndre Ayton. Three straight games of at least 43 fantasy points. Uh, he is averaging over 20, 20 actual points and over 10 rebounds in those last three games. Looking like he's ready for these playoffs. Um, he had a very successful playoff run last year, and and looks like it's continuing. And I'm, uh, I want to continue paying up uh, or paying this price tag. I think 7200 is a fair price tag. It did jump up 200, dollars and it jumped up uh, from where he's been at, but. The way he's playing and the matchup, I think 7,200 is a solid, solid price tag that I'll have a lot of exposure to. Um, Jay Crowder was one of the guys that I wanted to go to in the last game. He played 28 minutes. He didn't hit a shot from the field. All four of them were threes, and he only put up five fantasy points. I expect a bounce back. He's another guy that I will take chances on in that 4K range. Um, the minutes are there. Uh, uh, kind of like what I said about Herb Jones. It's if you're if the minutes are there and you're around that range. Uh, that's where I'll take chances on. So I like him. Again, I think that was just an off game. He has been very up and down, uh, especially in the playoffs, but he has his moments. So 4400 cheap price tag that he can uh, pay up or pay off over here. And Cam Johnson, he's playing in the mid-20s. I prefer Jay Crowder over him. I think Jay Crowder will have less exposure, uh, and the minutes are going to be there too. So uh, for me, it's the three big guys with eight and specifically, uh, and Jay Crowder. I didn't really go into Chris Paul, uh, but he had himself an awesome game, nearly a triple-double in the last one, 30-10-7. and Didn't go into him, but the last two games he's been phenomenal. Uh, and then even before that, it was just steady streams of 30-30-30 and then uh, great games before there. So Chris Paul is certainly in the player pool as well as a cheaper 8K guy. Another one I mentioned, you can get three or four of them. Um, he will certainly be in play for me. All right, that does it for our three-game slate for you here today. Um, I Before we go, I will throw out my favorite player tiers. <clears throat> On the expensive tier, I am looking at the Ant-Man Ant-Edwards. Uh, for all the reasons I mentioned before, four of the last five games that he's played, I will throw the caveat that I'm excluding that last game once again, because it really didn't count, uh, and he barely played. He has at least... 30 actual points in four of those five games he's on a tier right now uh 8200 is a reasonable uh very reasonable price tag to continue doing that and you can get a couple of those guys and i like that that price range in particular i really like um he'll be the first one that i get in that price range though and then in my mid-tier deandre and uh, he's on a tier as well it's Three straight games of over 40 fantasy points. This matchup is, is pretty good for him. He's averaging over 35, nearly 36 fantasy points in this matchup anyway uh, beforehand in three games. And I expect that to continue. Uh, the price tag is higher than it's been, but it sh- he, it's where he should be. Uh, it's where he should be when he's, when he's on his game, and he's been on his game the last three. I expect that to continue in a uh, good matchup against the, the Pelicans there. And then my favorite value play of the night. I'm going to go with Larry Nance Jr. Uh, There's a couple people around that price range I like, uh, but Larry Nance Jr. is showing some stuff in the last couple games, and I mentioned uh, he's only hit 20 minutes in five of the last nine games, or nine games this month, I should say, Um, and two of them came in the last two games, and he's had his two best performances in the last two games, Uh, and four of those five times that he's hit 20 minutes, he's got over 21 fantasy points, so Uh, The trend is going up, especially since it happened in two very important games. And I think he's going to see extra minutes. He's outplaying Jackson Hayes. He's outplaying Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, They may, who knows, maybe Larry Nance Jr. draws a start uh, and gets the bulk of the minutes over uh, Jackson Hayes. We'll see. We'll see. Jackson Hayes has really not gotten minutes lately anyway. Um, He still is getting minutes, but maybe they go into the the single digits if Larry Nance Jr. continues on the way he's playing. So we'll see about that. Uh, That's why I'm going to keep going to him as well. All right, that does it for today's podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always, and have a great night. Good luck. Peace.